It's time to gather together. Hi there, I'm Yelta, and I'll be buying the first round while we chat about Final Fantasy XIV. This is episode 9. Pull up a chair and join us. Let's shoot the shit. What has been going on this week, you guys? I guess I'm going first, because someone put my name first in the notes. <laughs> you never get to go first. I never get to go first. Uh, I, I didn't really do a whole lot. I worked on turn 13, uh, and then I, I fished and fished for Gigant Clams and Ninja Betas. I, I really think I just need better gear. And the Ninja Betas are for that minion, and the clams are for the best fishing rod you can get in the game. So... Oh, that's exciting. Go, go, the, but the, the struggle is real, guys. <laughs> fishing, the real end game. Yes. Oh, my goodness. I've heard that. You? I've heard that fishing oh. is like the hardest end game. It's so boring. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I have to have all the things. So how about you, Kariri? What have you been up to? Um. Yeah, I did some turn 13 practice with you guys, as you know. Um, love my group. Hate dive bombs. Um, it occurred to me, I actually, I didn't say this to Ruby before, but I sent Yelta a text saying, I started thinking back at dive bombs over all of the turns and all of the content I've ever done. And I don't think I've ever survived one <laughs> or, or, or ever actually dodged one aside from, you know, the up and down in turn five, because in what is it, turn nine or whatever, I just sort of stood in the middle and everybody else avoided so mm -hmm. I never had to dodge one in turn five if if I had to run up ahead um, you know to go out early to pick up the other ads and I actually got targeted for it um, that only happened to me three or four times ever and I get hit by it all three or four times <laughs> so this is I mean I'm actually learning dive bombs now everyone else is like oh these are so much easier than the other turns and I'm like but I've never had to do it. Oh. <laughs> so, it's, so it's really rough and I was kind of bitchy at coil, but, but I'm get I'm hoping I'll get it. I'm hoping I'll get it. I watched a couple more videos, but, um, and the other thing was an us three thing again. Um, we did the, uh, we did an entry for the comedy video for the contest on the lodestone. And that was a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. We, we got a little silly with that. I did have a couple of favorites. Um, there was one called the Bikini Babe of Light, which I highly recommend. And then there was another one named Meanwhile in Castra Meridianum. And they were fantastic. Those, those and ours are my top three that I enjoyed the most. Um, there were some other good ones, but that's definitely my top three. Uh, what'd you get up to, Ruby? Um, the same stuff that you guys did for the <laughs> most part. Um, we had a, we had a really good turn 11 farm, I thought, um, on Tuesday. I was fully expecting, cause we beat turn 11 once and it took us, it took us a long time to beat turn 11. And then we're like, we're done with this shit. Like by turn 11, never want to see you again. But we went back in and we did really well. I thought we were going to bash our head against it and get like two clears, but we, we beat it several times. Um, I think everybody was pretty familiar with everything. And once again, I learned from the best. I, I loot hoard and ended <laughs> up with the healer belt and healer bracelets, which I think are somewhat side grade. But it helped me evolve because I've been working on this. I've, I've, I've said this, that my relic is spec to spell speed. And so I've been working on a spell speed set. It's 
probably not top tier yet because my accessories aren't all there, but I've pretty much got all the body pieces together, and this definitely helped my cause. So we were having, me and Radiant were having uh, holy wars in the front yard with the striking dummies. We were trying to see how fast we could cast holy and you know how much it, damage we could do. It was very sparkly and very loud. I was yes. like over 800 damage per second. Like, what's up, DPS? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Get get on oh. my level, except oh, I can only goodness. sustain that for 20 seconds. And <laughs> then I'm spent. A big cloud of white. Um, and then um, I did a little bit of light farming, which I need to get back on that train um, for the almost already dead before 3.0 uh, Zenith. And um, I did a little bit of blacksmithing, so I'm working on that. And I'm working a little bit on triple triad. I'm doing the tourney again. Ladies, don't forget. Do your journey before. I've, as soon as we're done recording, I have to do it. <laughs> I, I, I've got to get some better platinum cards, not like three lightnings in a row. I might actually just give up this week because Aww. plus hates me so much. It's like, it's like a really easy way to get MGP. So, you know, there's no reason not to do it. The MGP is like for the taking and I'm I'm ready to take it. So, oh my God. Yeah. take it, Ruby. I'm gonna take oh it, baby. God. I'm gonna take it. Hey, listen. I know we hadn't. <laughs> this isn't really in the notes, but I want to talk a little bit about the contest because I thought the contest was a lot of fun. I thought that the video, um, what is it called? It's not. I we dubbed to make it ours is the last one. Well, this was uh, a realm redubbed. Yep. A realm redubbed. So we had a lot of fun with this one. This one just ended. Um, you had a chance to win like all the entrants get a a free bluebird earring. And um, three prizes for each category. You had the serious category, which you're just reading the script. And you had the comedy category that you get to make your own your own script. And we made our own script. Now, we're not going to play it. You can go on YouTube and you can find our script. You can follow us on GTFFXIV and find that. Um, it's called Clowns of the Inferno. Clowns of the Inferno. I named it because we were a bunch of clowns and we did the Lord of the Inferno cutscene. It was perfect. Perfect name. It was it was pretty it was pretty darn good. I didn't get all the sounds right. They left me in charge of doing the sound editing, and I'm I'm not as good as many sound editors before me. But we managed to get it get it together a little bit. I, I got the thing in. I think that was the important <laughs> we, part. We wanted the earring. That was our primary concern, and we did want to upload something that would not be an embarrassment. <laughs> wanted it to be good. I thought it was pretty funny. I was pretty proud. We talked for like three days, didn't we? About yep. like what. We we picked the cutscene pretty easily, I thought, and then uh, we we all three of us watched it over and over and over again. And we're sitting in in chat together, and we're like, "Well, maybe this guy is that, and maybe this guy." We at one time at one time they were like all larpers, and you know it 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 slowly evolved into. Well, yeah, uh, we slowly were like, we can't write a script. Let's just <laughs> let's just ad lib. <laughs> so uh, Yelta had the smart idea. She recorded the video first. So we would be in sync, and then we just took like a bunch of takes. Like we just made so, and then each take got a little better. We're like, oh, okay, we'll be this guy. Let's change this guy into this. And you know, some some characters had their own idea. We had the guy with the funny hair, which I took on the persona of. What's that? What's that character from Saturday Night Live? The ladies' man with the lisp. Oh my god! I'm the ladies' yes. man. You 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 guys did all the voices. But Ruby especially. Ruby, Yours Ruby were like over the, the top. Yeah, no, great. totally. It was. It was all, all the best part was was Ruby's. Herman Munster was was one of them. Oh my god, that was fantastic! Yeah, he. 
And he looked he looked like Frankenstein meets Biff from Back to the Future. Uh, Back to the Future. And that's totally what he looked like. And Ruby, you just killed it. You did. You sounded exactly how he <laughs> Well, he was sounded. a big, dumb, lumbering idiot yeah and so you know his was easy to take and then uh you had uh the um the overly excited private (laughs) i love saying that overly excited privates yeah our 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 whole free company got a lot of joy out of us saying overly excited private repeatedly but uh, it was it was good stuff good stuff um i i you know after listening to you and your awesome awesome voices i was thinking i should have made it more I should have done a voice with it as opposed to just because I, I didn't think even so. try to make it sound like a guy. I just no, I don't think so. You were it. you were super like kind of scrappy dude. Like I'm gonna do the thing and da da da. And especially yeah. what you were because we ended up listeners. We ended up with something that made a little spoof about all the stupid Gill seller messages that we get day in and day out of our uh, in our in our tells. And so Kariri's script was basically all this junk garbage that the Gil saw. What was some of it? Like um, concussions are yours or what was the thing? <laughs> I don't even remember. Concussions oh are. But yeah. Um, you know, safe website and, and oh, what was it? Oh, it's all about like fast, conce- ask, for ask for more concussions. concussions. Ask for more concussions because. It's Hello, your my friend. Your last <laughs> line in friend. that. Hello, my new friend. And as you run, it, the character just run runs away. off the screen. <laughs> you guys have to go. That's all it. they do. Oh my god! It's like spam, 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 spam. You get someone to buy some, and then you spam, 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 spam. It's just a. And Yelta was the general. She was the uh, the flame captain that was barking the orders. <laughs> and he and he was he was he 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 wanted to go and do that different run, and he didn't. He wanted to take his group and go do it, and that's. I, and I kind of too wish that once once I had heard Ruby doing his really good voices, I'm like, man, I should have been less shy and I should have really just thrown myself into it. But, uh, but you know, then you I know, think it worked. Though. Oh, it, it was worked. perfect. It was great. And then, and then you know, the flame, the overly excited private wanted to sell me Gill, and then <laughs> you know, the guy with the big hair is selling the winds, and the Amal Josh show up. <laughs> The Academy then, Award belongs and, and, then, to. Oh. and then there was a traitor in our midst. There was yes, a traitor. Herman right. Munster ratted it. He bought Gill and then bought the wind for him and Hairpiece and, <laughs> and left the... And they the, vote kicked me. They vote kicked everybody. The overly excited privates were all left to, to just hang out. And um, they all were blue. <laughs> <laughs> they, did, they got oh. no use and they turned blue. Oh you know, I'm I'm not I'm not we probably won't win, but no. I I'm kind of excited that they're giving out some pretty decent prize for the prizes for this too. I mean, up to three entries, so up to nine players are chosen from the comedy category and the serious category, and they're giving away a delivery Moogle plush, a fan festival minion lanyard, heaven's word postcard set, and a set of the original class patches so the Mm -hmm. seven of them um and that's to the top three in each side so that and in addition to the bluebird air earring that they're giving out to absolutely everyone who entered who doesn't get disqualified and there were some that got disqualified (laughs) there there were some disqualifications uh they were pretty clear 
in there, there you know we, we tried to adhere to the rules you know you weren't supposed to be vulgar and you weren't supposed to be you had to adhere not only to square enix's rules for this co this contest you did also have to you know adhere to youtube's whatever their rules are too and yeah i i would check that post daily and yeah people were getting their stuff deleted and Basically, like, I was oh. checking to see if we would get deleted. I know. Yeah, I'm like, too. I, I kept scrolling down. I'm like, nope, still see Ruby's face. All right. My, my whole thing is I thought, I thought, you know, people might, players might find ours highly amusing. I doubt Square Enix would find yeah. ours very amusing. Bayon saw my name. Delete. Delete. <laughs> Deleted. Thank you for not deleting me, Bayon. It was probably Kamate <laughs> in charge of it, though. Um... So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And you mentioned, you know, you get this free earring even for participating, but there weren't that many participants. And I don't know if that's because of fear. I'm I'm looking now. I see 57 posts for the comedy and 76 posts for the uh, serious one. And some of those we looked that some of them are duplicates because people posted wrong. And I honestly, and some of them were like Kamate answering questions and things like that. So I'd say probably half of those are actual entries. You know, free stuff. But I, you know, yeah. I, I guess you have to, there is well, some technology involved. You have to record it. You have to, you know, you got to put your voice out there. You have to be willing to make an ass of yourself. Well, but <laughs> even before that, you have to have access to a computer. Sure. Not all the players have had access to I actually saw I actually saw it tweeted out or somewhere, please make less difficult contests. Not well, I didn't think it was that difficult because I can record software and I, I probably could have even, you know, figured out the sounds and voices, but not everyone has a computer, not everyone has editing software or, or well, they probably do, they just don't know it. Not everybody has a, a good mic, you know, and you know, two two friends to who well, wanna also do it. Yeah, another one that was brought up over and over and over again is that it was only available to North America. I did hear that one a lot, yes. Yeah. Um, Canada, Canada even, well, it wasn't even just Quebec. North America. It was just America, wasn't it? No, it was it was in Canada except for Quebec, I thought. Except yeah. Quebec, that's what it was. Yeah. Well, and that's that's not squaring Nix's fault. No, there's some weird that laws. That is Quebec no, has no. some weird-ass laws. So people are screaming, and every time there's a contest like this, people are losing their freaking minds. And I'm like, guys, it's not them playing favorites. It's different countries have different laws right. on how to... What kind of contest? Well, you can that's have. why these prizes aren't cruises or you know autographed yeah. signatures of you know, Yoshida stuff. They're in-game little silly stuff. I mean, not everybody probably likes the bluebird earring. I don't even know what the hell I'll wear. I just want it because I, I have to. Have I want to win. Things. So yeah, you got to have everything. <laughs> you need it because Cinna has it. I need it to be on par with my girlfriend. I mean, I cannot let her have an advantage over me. So some sort of in-game bluebird earring advantage. Exactly. You know, um, it's end game. Glamour is end game. <laughs> Glamour, the real end game. The true end. The real end game. What do we What do we have going tonight? Now that we, we've talked about our, <laughs> we talked about uh, on the menu tonight. We have some news. There's just a couple things. Uh, there is a Twitter campaign, and the Mog Station has new optional items, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, Yoshi P had a birthday, and he sent us all a thank you for our birthday wishes. We also have. Listener mail. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, we, we actually got an email, and then I think we'll probably also talk. We, we got we actually got some tweets to us, too. We can maybe talk about that if, if we feel like it. But, uh, yeah, so let's go. First round news. My Final Fantasy IX A-Rock Twitter campaign. Uh, this is a pretty easy contest. It, it runs, it's running right now, and through Monday, May 11th. So this coming, so a week from today. Yeah. Well, <laughs> listeners, I don't know when you're listening. So probably two weeks ago and you're too late. <laughs> <laughs> you should listen more often, listeners. Yeah. Um, you just have to create an aura and post it on Twitter. And there are contest rules involved. And, and how you create an aura is by downloading the benchmark software, running it on your PC, and taking a screenshot. 200. Hey. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. A 200 winners will receive a scarf of wondrous wit, which they've been giving those away for a while now. Mm -hmm. So, go carry, carry. Oh, I was just gonna say, you also you do have to tweet it, but you also have to include like the Final Fantasy hashtag, the FFXIV hashtag, and the uh, they've got a my FFXIVO. Oh, there's raw hashtag and you there's like eight things you have to put in the well, tweet so definitely you know what check. i did yeah well, i cut and paste <laughs> i cut and paste this thing he goes here's a sample tweet so i copied it i deleted community kamate and put rubicon veil and i deleted <laughs> sargantas and i put a yeah. uh not aorzia excalibur excalibur yeah. and i took out this i can't wait to be in oran put something cool and uh, then put my cool ass pictures because I know y'all, you guys did it, didn't you? I I, I definitely did it. did it. I did it. Yep, I I did my two hashtags, and you also had to have that at and your full name and server. So I did. Kariri didn't do it. I didn't. I have not it. done it yet, do but it. I'm going to. And you can do it once a day. Oh yeah. Yeah, I haven't so, done it. So, yeah. More than I'm probably once. gonna do a couple. I just I just haven't gotten around to it yet, and I could I didn't make any aura that I was just overjoyed with yet. And the one I did make looked just like Cinnamon's first one. Mm. <laughs> so I didn't want to post that right away either. So I was like, okay, back to the drawing board. But yeah, I it, was, have... <laughs> it was fun to, to play with and I, I am going to do it for sure. And I have seen that comment on Twitter. Oh, it's all these, you know, face A's, same exact oh, thing. Oh yeah, all the People rains are... and all that. Yeah, I, I've yeah. seen a bunch of different ones, not just I've seen rain. a lot of different ones. Open but, your uh, eyes. Well, a lot of them have just been that same that, that is it the rain? The, the top one, the later hey, one. Hey, well, there might be a reason. Maybe if you, uh, you know, made the horns different than the face, oh my God, we yes. might, you know, use different faces. And you stuff. might mix it up a little bit. Yeah. I saw some really impressive males. <laughs> I did too. Actually, all of the male ones were better looking than the female ones, I thought. And not better looking by prettier. I mean, like, more dynamic and more attention grabbing and more it was very obvious that they were very different and i i really enjoyed seeing a lot of the male yeah. ones which is weird for me because i prefer the female characters most of the time you know when we recorded last week um i really did not mess with the character creator very much because uh, i didn't care for aura but then this this contest came out so i wanted to fool with it and i did and i liked it i maybe there's some things i i missed because 
with the thing with the horn in the face, can you change the color of the horns? Or that's tied in with your... I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. No. I think that was tied into to something else. And it, Well, it's it, it's the race, right? Yeah, and maybe I the suppose skin tone. So. That, and that kind of was one of the things I thought was limiting. I expected to be able to, maybe if, even if they were connected, I expected the scales and the horns to tint like um, Makote tails. Sure. Yes. And there's another thing that bothers me, and this is just because it's a Rubicon Veil thing. But when I created Rubicon Veil, when I changed over from 1.0 to A Realm Reborn, I added facial tattoos, and they they mirror on both sides. I'm able to do that on a pure Midlander, uh, a red facial tattoo um, that almost reminds me of Zell from Final Fantasy VIII. So I use that when I make clones of my other characters. However, other races do not have the the dual option on both sides. It, it's it's under a different option, and I'd have to go in to give you more uh, more depth of this, but when I make an Aura, or I've made a Lalafell in the past, and I try to make it like Ruby. I mean, that's the thing. I try to make the same features, the same skin color, hair tone things, but change the race so I can see what Rubicon would look like on different races. And I still can't make that double facial tattoo. And I know not everything should be equitable amongst all races and stuff, but I would really like to have some more options with the the facial tattoos and things. And I guess this just goes back right what we were talking about last week with why is there so many limited options yes. for character creation yes. for yeah. for different facial features, these horns. There, there, the hair seems to have a lot of different options, but then again, you've got the different hairstyles across the map. Why can't you give the women the men hairstyles and the men the women hairstyles? Let people just go wild with it. How is that really ruining immersion when half of the shit's going to be under a helmet? Oh, anyway? yeah. 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 Well, and, and, and back to your tattoos, I have played other MMOs where you can uh, scale it, maybe. You can make it larger or smaller. And you can flip it and you can maybe even within a space, you can maybe move it up or down an arm or move it back on the cheek and, and stuff like that. So I, I, I know it's technically possible, right? <laughs> but maybe just not for this game, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not big on the character creation crap anyway, so I hate to harp on it. But when I wanted to do this contest... I just saw a lot of gaps, a lot of a lot of things that I was like, wow, everybody's right about these different things. That being said, I thought the contest was cool. I got to play with it. There were some cool outfits that I didn't mess with. I thought it looked great. It's kind of weird trying to take a screenshot in, and I had to use a couple different methods to yeah, get the yeah. screenshot across. But, you know, kind of neat. Um, what were the prizes on this again? No, oh, the Wondrous uh, the Wit. The Wondrous Wit. Um, there, there is one thing that I will mention is... It is a contest that only PC people ha- can do. Mm. You, you can't run the benchmark on a PS4. Yep. You can't. Now, you, you just need access to someone with a computer. But I, I do, I, I do want to note that there were people who don't have computers that were f- kind of left out of this one. The contest is also uh, United States and Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Salt on your wound. <laughs> just oh. rubbed right in there. Yeah. Just a- Lemon juice, too. All right. Uh, what is available for PS3 players, PS4 players, is the new optional items are available in the MOG station. Uh, this was actually, we skipped this last week. Uh, we had enough to talk about. Uh, you can now buy dyes in 
10 packs. If you're really dying for some metallic green dye, I can't imagine anybody <laughs> who would use 10 packs of metallic green dye and eat Just... tacos while doing it. If they, <laughs> if they wanted a 10 pack of dye, they could get it now. Now, I'm curious, is there any benefit for buying? T- is there a discount or anything? You get a happy ending for buying a 10 pack. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. 10 is 750. 10 is. Oh, okay. I was just I looking you. it up. Yep. 10 okay. is 750. How much is like one? I think, aren't they a buck? I don't know. I'm looking. I'm looking. The first one's <laughs> free, but you, you, you're hooked. <laughs> one pot is $1. Okay. Okay, so they did exactly what I have said they should do yes. and give, give you a discount for buying more. So I, I'm actually pretty happy about well, that. Well, it's nice, but remember when Fantasia came out, it was like you can only buy one threes and fives, and once you bought the one, you couldn't buy the one anymore, and you had to buy the yes. three. You... I don't know what kind of bizarro <laughs> system they had. What was happening God, there? Damn. It's like yeah. Tanaka's curse was just slowly going away. I don't know. <laughs> just, you have to blame Tanaka for anything that goes wrong in this game, right? That's the go-to. Think, or blame I the think... fairy. That's what so we we've do. Yeah. Thanks, Tanaka. Thanks, Tanaka. Thanks, thanks Tanaka. Thanks, Tanaka. <laughs> uh, much more, I guess, argued about uh, is they are letting people buy the Moonlit Earring from 1.0. It is from a, an event called Hunter's Moon that was in 2011. Now, this wasn't a reoccurring, really, we don't have it today in the game. No. But I, right? I, this was, I did a little did research. Yeah. I did a little research on this. This, this kind of this kind of bothered me, and I know it bothers you guys because it leads into the discussion when you sell items that were from 1.0, how far does that go? Where do you cut off the line of stuff that the 1.0 players get that is not accessible for a Realm Reborn and so on players? So um, go ahead. Yes. I feel pretty strongly about this, and I am actually screwing myself in my own opinion on this. I think if you missed 1.0, you should suck it. Um, basically, is where I stand on this. If I will not buy the moonlit earring because I was not there, I did not earn it, I should not have access to it. And that is how I feel. Period. I, I am grossed out by the fact that they put any of these things in the um, cash shop. Um, I, I'm against cash shop, but that's a whole nother discussion. But especially since the whole reason a lot of people log in for the special events is to get those rewards because, ooh, you can't get them any other way. Well, you just gave us another way to do them by sitting in our lazy asses and not even logging in. That's ridiculous and silly, and I'm against it. I earned this earring by doing the event in 2011. I earned it on two different characters or three different characters. I, you know, and it, it kind of, this one is kind of like right there on the edge. This is like, well, it's, it's really kind of a step past it because to me, I'm all right. I grudgingly accepted you could buy uh, those earrings, the, the peach blossom earrings or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, but we still have that event in the game today. You couldn't get those earrings, but okay, okay. But this one, to me, there's no reason, especially even lore-wise, there's no reason anyone who didn't play 1.0 should have it. Mm-hmm. That's really what, what kills me. And, it, and yeah, I guess some people get, who, who, why do you care what other people have? Well, 
I, I guess I do. Um, if you didn't, if you didn't like, I'm trying to remember, were we even paying money at that point? I can't mm, recall that. I no, I'm going to, I'm going to say no. And the reason is I did a little research on the times of this and it's going to lead to a point. Um, but 2011 Hunter's moon, that was around September. I think that was September 6th. If I click the link, I could tell you for sure. Gamerscape has it. It was on September 6th, Tuesday, September 6th, 2011. It ended September 20th of 2011 um i don't think we were paying at that time but the no january 6th was when we started paying okay um so that was during the free period but then you clock it a year later um for patch 1.23 and um well 1.23 came out a little bit before that but the the dalamut horn event and all that comes uh comes a little later it comes out um uh, in in July of 2012, so almost a year, a little bit before uh, a year, and then we've got the um the, the to kill a raven event, which was killing uh, Nail Van Darnus or Nail Deus Darnus uh, in 1.0, and one of the items from that was also Dalamud related, and my it is my treasured Dalamud horn that I love to wear. It may be a monstrosity for many, but I love to wear it. <laughs> it's my iconic hat. And yeah. that is the point I'm trying to get to is if if content that came out a year apart in uh, 1.0 um, is getting exposure, which I did not. I was playing 1.0 in 2011. I did not get the moonlit for – I don't remember. the. I do remember the event. I remember writing some lore stuff about Dalamud at that time, wondering what Dalamud was because this was really where we started hearing about Dalamud. We started seeing Dalamut in some of the lore. This was one of them. This was, I think, Yelta, we talked about this. This was the patch that all the mobs got bigger. Yes. Because all the mobs yes. were really small, and they were saying that the moon was causing the monsters to act funny. Oh, and yep. so, so the monsters got bigger, which was great because the monsters were way too small when 1.0 started. So we got the bigger mobs the moon started having an effect we started seeing more about dalamud this was the point where you started seeing the moon get a little bigger with each patch and then we had to kill a raven came out we had dalamud a lot of dalamud stuff prior to the fall and we got the dalamud horn if you beat the event so my point is now that the moonlit is available it's able to purchase what tells me that a year from now or even less that the dalamud horn will not be for sale and then a year after that, or a month after that, are are people gonna get my Raven series? Yeah, White Ravens. Why yeah, not? I I kill. Yeah. See, I think, and this is, I know they've said there's some lines that they will not cross. I mean, but they're walking us along the slippery slope. They really are. It's a gateway and, drug, like, career. It is, and, and if <laughs> the moonlit I, if is I can, a gateway drug. If I can eventually get my turn five body in the cash shop, I'll just fucking quit. See, that's the thing I don't think they'll do because Moonlit has no stats whatsoever, but neither does my precious Dalamut horn. Yeah, but there, there's, again, you know, it's you, I don't know. I, I, th- and this is why I'm against both for the same reason, though. You had to log in. You had to make an effort. You had to show up and participate. You had to participate. We, we had to complete content to have this. And yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't you logged in, talked to an NPC, and they handed it over. 
Mm. Yeah, I just think, I mean, no, it's not the same thing as obviously having to bash your head against coil. It's really not. But every step closer to that they get, the more nervous and irritated I get. And this is just one of those things I feel kind of strongly about. And I, I don't want to see everyone wearing your horn because it is a ruby thing. I mean, that that's that's a it's like you said, it's like your icon. It's your symbol almost at this point, you know. I, I don't think I've ever seen you really without it much. So it, it... Yeah, I don't know either. In when I talk about this, it is it's dual to it's 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 a double-edged sword because I have the Dalamid horn and I have this point I make because I want to wear just this hat, but then I changed servers at 1.1.0 and I didn't have the yeah, the egg hats. Mm-hmm. I had to leave my egg hats behind for switching servers and I was able to get those when they released it as part of the not not purchased through the cash shop, but you could you can now. Um, but prior to I I got it in the quest line. I think you could buy it optionally in game with Gil during last year's Hatching Tide event, not this yep, current one yep, that yep. just passed, but the one prior. So yeah, I wanted those I wanted those hats. I didn't have them on this server. I wanted it on this server, and I was happy to have it. And so I still want the moonlit because I was like, well, I was there. I should have got it. I don't remember why I didn't. Maybe life things happen. So, I, you know, I can justify I, I deserve the moonlit. I should have got it. I just didn't get the drop, you know, or whatever I should have done. And I can justify it. And I'm sure plenty of people can justify, well, shit, I wasn't going to pay for a sorry ass game that I got a 4.0 game score and all this. I wasn't going to pay money for that thing, but I want some of the cool items that people can justify anything. So, yeah. Well, it's like me. I just did the, um, the Easter event this year and you know I got my first earring actually I got like three of the four earrings and I didn't get the lamp I was just I had very little interest in doing that fate over and over and over again Mm -hmm. so so I just stopped you know but will I pay money to get it in the cash shop next year absolutely not because I couldn't be bothered to put in the effort to get it I'm not just going to fork over my cash for it yeah I guess that's a line you have to draw not ethically, because yeah, it's not an ethic. One, it's a personal you know? judgment yeah. that makes you feel good. If you go to sleep at night and you don't have that earring and you feel better about that, go for it, you know? I just don't want to feel shitty because I see, like, every other person that, that stinks. I don't know. The Dalmud Horde could come out and everybody's like, who wants to wear this coney-looking weird piece of shit on their forehead? And I'm over here sitting in the corner like a dunce with the <laughs> red ball on my forehead. But it's my fucking hat, and I'm going to keep wearing it. Well, let me well, ask this. How would you feel if if they sold the back tattoo to players? Oh, my mm. God. That would be, that would really piss that me off. That, to me, that... is crossing the line. There's got to be something that key, that 1.0 characters can cross over. But that's not even legacy, really. You could have made a 1.0 character and then pulled it back up in 2.0. You had, to get, you had to get to a certain point in the storyline, though, because oh, I have... Okay. Yeah, I have I have characters that existed were transferred over but do not have the tattoo. Oh, I see. So there there's somewhere is a threshold. There well, is a that, line. I was just trying yeah. to find it. <laughs> yeah. And um well like like the Gabu mount, we were told if you play the game and you get the Gabu horn, you will be able to have this mount and it is exclusive. Yeah. They told us that. They said on that day. And now you can get a 
a very, very, very similar mount from doing the self quests. At least it's visually different, I guess. Well, here's the but, here's the follow up. Would a palette swap be okay? Would I be okay with a palette swap Dalamidhorn with a blue ball in the middle or a white ball in the middle? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know how I'd feel about blue Plus ball snakes. Exactly. I don't want a blue ball on my forehead. Oh, Plus, Dalamud's red anyway. That doesn't even make sense, but still. <laughs> yeah, the cash shop continues to creep on, and it continues to piss me off. Just three whiny elitists that want all the 1.0 stuff to ourselves, and we're just mean to all these Realm Reborn players. Not true, people. Not true. And I'm just going to throw out there, I'm a complete hypocrite. I'm not even going to defend myself in any way, shape, or form. Because anything that's only available in the cash shop that you can't get in the game itself, I have bought. I have bought all of it. <laughs> I hate the cash shop, but I have bought anything available that you can't get in the game. Well, and that, I'm the disgusting. same way, though, because there's those minions. You cannot get them any other way, and it grosses me out. But I still have them. Mm-hmm. Well, I popped my cherry. I went and bought uh, the moonlit tonight. I've never done it. And then I'm like frantically refreshing my mailbox. Where's my earring? Where's uh -huh. my earring? Then I tried it Shall on. Did I go back like, in? Uh, yeah, I did. And it showed up. And then I, I wore it for like 30 seconds and then took it off. <laughs> oh there you go. It broke the game. I just I just hacked and logged off. Yeah. Turned Bye it now. All right, I think we're probably about done ranting about the cash shop and giving away our precious 1.0 presents. Uh, we also have a note from Yoshi P. Uh, we, he had a birthday recently, and there was a lot of happy birthday, Yoshi Happy P's. birthday, happy Yoshi. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Um, he did respond in three different forums, the English, the Japanese, and the French, I believe. And uh, in the English forum, anyway, he said, Hi, everyone. Producer and director here. Thank you very much for all your comments. Wishing me a happy birthday. To receive such well wishings from you all is truly an honor as both game developer and an MMORPG manager. Even on my birthday, I haven't been able at home eating cake. I'm currently being chased for the final checks for the master version of Heaven's Word. As thanks for all of your comments helping me celebrate my birthday, I thought I might as well leak a screenshot. And then there's a screenshot. All of us here at the developers team will do our best, very best working on Heaven's Word for the release. Not long to go now. I love, and in quotes, you guys. Such emphasis on you. Why would he do I, that? I, I was confused initially, because, and then I thought about it, and, then, and it kind of goes back to, was it last year? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Last year, what, what, tell him what he said last well, year. Well, last year he had a birthday. Oddly enough, a year ago, Yoshida had a birthday. <laughs> the same time and everything. It's weird. And during that birthday message to everybody who wished him a happy birthday, hi guys, he dinged level 40. Thanks for many messages and illustrations. I'll do my best from now on. I love Final Fantasy and I love guys. You love guys, he Yoshida. Loves guys. We all those little rings and accessories. Hey, <laughs> hey, it's you know, it's a no. He meant I love you guys, and so I think he got a little bit of laughter from that, and made oh, sure he yeah. changed it to you after. And and I, I think there was even a response to <laughs> that. That then they went like edited the post, and they were like, no, he meant I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> 
All right, but the the interesting thing is, is all three posts are not exactly the same in all three forums. Oh. They actually have different screenshots. In the English post, we have a fat chocobo is the first thing you notice, bright he's, and yellow and cool looking. He's in the air. And he's flying. <gasps> he's flying. And he's got cake as bait. <laughs> A cake is not a lie, apparently. It's a lie for him. He'll be chasing that forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. And, and it's in front of, we don't know what this building is, but it's that really cool white tower thing. looking thing we talked yes, about last it year. Looks like, it looks yeah. like something from Eleven to me. It so, does. Yeah. So that was uh, picture one and the uh, English one. And then picture number two is a character standing very, very high. And I... Well, this is on the top of a. Huge. This is, is on top, top of, of a. Uh, he's on the top of a red mage's hat, if you can see in this picture here, <laughs> and this clearly shows that red mages are coming. Red mage confirmed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. By the top I, of this hat. I love this view, though. It really, I. It really makes it look like this is kind of an expansive zone. Big so time. It's, it's gorgeous, and it looks like there's some sort of. Are those? Do those look like ruins to you, or does those mm-hmm. circular things look? I oh, mean, they're. They're broken, yeah. Yeah, they're definite ruins down below. It it's just it's very pretty. And there's I wanna know what that ball thing is in the distance oh, next yeah. to the mountain. Looks like a know? hive or something. There's a little uh stair it almost looks like a staircase at the bottom of that mountain that kinda comes up the side like a little cliff. Yeah. Now I think we saw that ball thing in, in the uh, benchmark. Benchmark. Video. Yeah. I think we saw a close up of it. But yeah, it's 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 really pretty and I I can't wait to go fly up somewhere and look around. I, I want to fly to that little island that just has like that little the tree, teeny, tiny one, right? One tree. I, yes. I don't know why, but I'm like I have to go fly to that. It right looks now. like Skyblock Challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and then in the Japanese language, we have the fat chocobo yet again, and a really really cool dragoon of some sort statue. Mm-hmm. He looks pretty badass. So the first shot is. You know, you can see the whole statue and the flying fat chocobo. The second one, somebody's standing on it. I love this statue. This is, it's all icy. We're like near Corthus or Ishgard must be icy too. We don't actually know. The scale is so phenomenal (laughs) though. If you look at the teeny tiny person standing below it in the first picture, and then you look at the teeny tiny person standing like on its shoulder in the second picture, it's just... It's gargantuan. I mean, the statue is just huge. It looks really cool. I yeah, it's I pretty really badass. Like it. Now, now, Ruby, did Cinna say who she thought this was? You know, I can, I was looking to see what this dude's name is because I can't pronounce, and I'm gonna butcher it. But it's that legendary dragoon, like Estheim or Estheim or. Uh, what's I, the I think I read name? it in the Dragon Quest. Oh, yeah. is it the one in the Dragon Quest? Okay. Yeah, so he 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 appears again. I is it Estinian or something? Something like that. Esteban. Okay. Um. No, is I that think that's a Latin dancer or something. You know. Oh. Damn. Oh. <laughs> and then the French get shafted with only one picture. I'm just saying. However, their picture's pretty awesome. There is. I, I was, it looks like maybe a griffin statue. It's very gray looking. Yeah. It, it, and it again looks huge. And we have more of the beautiful scenery. I really love those red rocks. So yeah, we have uh, lots of pictures. Very I'm cool. trying to think. 
Now, there was a post, too, by... Um, Who is this guy? Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Where to go? Where to go? Come down, come down here. Reinhardt. It was Reinhardt. <laughs> he said, I deleted this, but I'll tweet it again just in case. He said, if I were you, I would look at the three thank you posts Yoshi P made carefully. So I'm trying to figure out, is there something in these pictures that we're not seeing that we're missing or is there some sort of theme between all of the shots that is just eluding us what what are we missing here? i was trying to find or, it or was he just saying you know that there's different pictures check all three See, yeah and I, and I was assuming they meant check all three because they aren't the same post Right. They do have different okay. pictures. And so. he can't tell a whole lot because, you know, he doesn't want to lose his yeah. job. But uh -huh. um, I, I don't know. I do get a, a sneaking suspicion. I'm, I'm looking for clues. I'm like, okay, there's a stone thing in this one, and this one's got stone, and this one's got a statue, and this one's – they all have kind of a statue or stone to it. But I, that's me being conspiracy, you know? <laughs> I can't find a link, but I haven't stared at him very long. <laughs> Reinhardt, what are you doing to us? Making us crazy. <laughs> if anyone else has any theories, you can certainly email us or tweet us. Be interested to see what people might also have their own conspiracy theories. Zexos. That's your name. Reinhardt's name, not the legendary dragon. Oh, Zexos. <laughs> he's a bomb, right? Yeah, he's yes. the bomb. Yes, he is. He's the bomb. All right. It wasn't a heavy news week, so we're at happy hour. It's time for listener questions and fan mail. We did get an email from, I don't know how to say it. I'm going to butcher Dukun? it. Dukun of Cerebus. And he says, your last episode, y'all talked about synergy of the new jobs and you hope they will work together with the older ones. Personally, I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about how people are going to rush from 30 to 60, be months into heaven's ward, and still not understand how to play the class. I'm sure we've all been in groups where the other person is playing a class we main geared well enough and just eating it hard. Saying that, how will you level 30 to 50 plus? Are you happy we're starting at 30? Love the podcast. Do good. Thank you for your email, first of all. It's very exciting for us to receive one. EP plus 0.5 for each fan mail. I know. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I'm hoping that we can level kind of organically on our first job to get to 60. Um, I'm proud. Well, that being said, my first job I'm going to get to 60 is going to be my paladin. And I'm hoping that I'll just level up by doing the main storyline quest. But um, the future ones, I prefer to, if at all possible, level up in a dungeon. Because in a dungeon, you actually have to work for it. You have to see what your buttons can do and press good. At least, I not even great, just yeah. some, you push know. Push it real good. Push it real good. I'm pushing it. Yeah, no. it. it I, I really don't want to be doing fate grinding. I really don't want to be doing... Um, too much of that crap, but I, I would prefer to do it in a dungeon um, as opposed to fate grinding or something like that. How about you guys? Mm, I hope it's kind of like how we we first got into A Realm Reborn where 
you did your class quest or you did a little bit and I'll take it from my white mage perspective. You do your stuff and you're arrowing and stoning stuff and you're you're doing great. And then you do your one quest like you're, I, got, I don't know, the level 15 quest or the 30 quest or something. I think it, it even ramps up as early as 15 where you actually have mm-hmm. to do some healing. And then you're like, oh, shit, I got to do my job. I can't just, you know, stone things to death. And I'm hoping that the new classes get the same sort of treatment. I hope they get a better treatment because this is the expansion. This is 3.0, not 2.0. I hope, like we talked about last week, the guild has have some kind of training that hope these classes also synergize. And um, they really give these classes time to organically, like you said, develop um, so people can feel their class roles. I think it is important, though, that a lot of classes don't really come into their own until they hit 30, until you get that job stone, until you're able to get enough abilities to have a rotation prior to 30 is not really much of anything so these classes starting at 30 i think is a good thing the rush from 30 to 60 though that's really on the player man i don't i don't know what you can do there's a lot of people who rush story there's a lot of people who just go and fake grind and just get this stuff and if players are going to be bad they're just going to be bad if you love a job and you want to perfect that job you will always get better i i'm not the perfect white mage i continue to play it so i can get better and do harder content and squeak out an extra heal now and again or use a use a strategy with a with an ability i don't use cure three enough i try to use cure three more and try to get more creative with it and and things and i I think as you play classes you develop more and i'm hoping that 30 to 60 the players who really want to be astrologians and really want to be machinists and really want to be dark knights will really will really sink their teeth into it and be something i don't think everybody who leveled a ninja stayed a ninja you know, it was flavor of the month and then they went back to something else or they perfected it and they kept going. And and I hope players that want to be these classes really, really play their jobs well. And I hope they give us the, the avenues to do that. You know, I think you hit on a really important point, too, is that, you know, I, I, I like I hope people don't rush through their job quests, you know, because they do hit some important points, you know, like um, the early level rogue quests you know they make you go run around invisible and do things they make you like you said the white mage quest some of them are like or conjurer at least you know go be in cleric stance and here's how you do this fight you know or you know okay now you got to use some damagey spells and that now you got to go back and heal so so the the quest line makes you do it's like the guild hests except for you know your job and and you know, that brings us back to, I think, guild has should be mandatory part of the storyline and teaching you how to do those things. But I'd love to see them do that with, continue that sort of um, feel with the new jobs. You know, if, if because I know Astrologian has a bunch of different options for hold this or do it now. Um, I think they're, they're going to have to teach us how to do that in a way that makes sense. Or machinist, you know, okay, here are the different mechanisms you have or whatever they're called. I can't remember what they're called. But, um, and this one would be better in this situation. Okay, why don't you try putting that one out and see what happens different? You know, I, I hope that they do a lot of that as we're leveling up. Where does the line get drawn where that's too much tutorial? I, I'm not sure there's ever too much tutorial. I think they 
can build it into the storyline, though, just like they did, like I said, with the rogue one. They didn't just say, okay, now you just learned how to sneak. So go sneak over there and back, and I'll give you a shiny blue ribbon. It, it was, oh, God, we have to hide because if these guys see us, it's going to be bad. You know, it was part of the story. Yes, they were the yes, presentation yes. was good, I thought. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was giving us the tutorial. It was making us use our new skill. But they made it part of the story as opposed to stepping outside of the story and saying, okay, you gained sneak, sneak 30 yards and back so you can move on. That They did it better than that, I thought. I agree. I totally hope that the going through the storyline and now remember they have pushed, there's no reason to hurry to get into Alexander, to get into other things. They have pushed back some of that stuff. Was it like two weeks or something? So you, you have to take your time and you, or you can take your time. I'm hoping the storyline will kind of organically get my, I don't know which I might take black mage up first or whatever. Um, you know the storyline will will get you through that first level I'm ho- or that to sixty I'm hoping, and then uh, I, I'm hoping I actually like like you guys said that the new jobs start at thirty because that's when jobs start, and honestly when you hit thirty and all of a sudden they throw different abilities at you and stuff it kind of like erases a lot of one to thirty anyway. Big time. So it, True. Yeah, it, it really adjusts so greatly that it, it doesn't really matter anyway. That and, and I do think this is intentional, uh, 2.0 was built to seduce those non-MMO players who were scared of MMOs. And that's why the first few levels, the first few quests, a lot of the stuff started out really, really easy. And some of us more experienced MMO players were kind of like, oh my God, seriously? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Seriously, I know how to push these buttons. I can read the blah, 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 blah. And, you know, you get to, but then you get to 30 and, you know, it challenged you. And, and, you know, let's, we've now made our way through. And I think also that's why they want to make you get through the storyline for 2.55 before you can, I, you know, you can't continue on, I think, is the way it kind of sounds. Yep. Yeah. See, I, I, I'm with you on that because I am like the poster child for, I'm okay with the slow walk because I didn't know what a tank was yeah. when I started 11. <laughs> yep. I didn't know that the job existed. I didn't know that there were different roles in a party. I mean, I literally didn't. I was that blonde. I, 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 <laughs> you I'm, I'm like, why are they hitting me? You know, I mean, they're like, no, they're supposed to hit you. Why the hell would I want to take a job where things hit me? I didn't get it. And this actually, you know, I, I like the fact that they sort of slow walk you through those points because this was, as they've said several times, supposed to be the non-MMO players MMO. And so I think they did it right with that. And yeah, I agree totally about the, you you do get your last skill at what well, it's going to be level 60 it's going to change your rotation no matter how slow you level from 30 to 60 um it's going to rewrite itself at that point so yeah i i'm i'm just looking forward so much to all of it i want to play all the new jobs and i want to try all the new abilities and i want to see all the new quest lines and i just keep getting more excited about this and it's making me crazy <laughs> Yeah, no, it's I'm I'm so looking forward to it, and I I really think they made the right decision to push you know the raids back and then the heart the savage mode even further back because I will not feel like I have to hurry up and get through the storyline before we raid on Tuesday. 
And I, I think that's going to help. Um, I don't know. I, I think hopefully we, uh, hopefully we answered the question with our opinions. I think so. Yeah, I, I think, think we covered so. it. And thanks to, I think it's Dukun of Cerberus for sending us a message. Very cool. Thank you, man. I think we also did have some discussion uh, on Twitter uh, about, we, we talked about uh, uh, the fact that the game starts out, it teaches you some things, and then it throws you into Coil or Extreme Primals, and it's like, here's some new mechanics figured out. Right? We did have mm-hmm. some... Uh, yep. <laughs> we did have some discussion on that in Twitter. And uh, some of the example, The example I think we three gave last week was uh, Karn. Has a golem. It has a soul stone. It kind of teaches you that this might be a mechanic. And, and when, you, when you get to Titan, it, it has the same mechanic. You have to kill this, the heart before you can kill Titan. And you had to kill the soul stone. Before, you know. And, you know... You know, there's some AOE indicators and whatnot, but but really, there's nothing that's tethers from eleven, turn eleven, right? There's, and and we did get some good examples about some good examples for you know other things in the game that do train you to do stuff. Um, I think what we found is there are lots of tethers in the game. There's tons of tethers, but the tethers don't always do the same thing. Some tethers bind you to an enemy like in um in um ST or um not ST um um what's the what's the one above that the world of darkness where mm-hmm. you know you might have a mob that the one that has fire on you with the, the five-headed dragons or some other mechanics where a mob is tethered to you you may have a, t- a mechanic where you're tethered to another player for another reason which you are tethered to you're tethered to another player in 11, but you're not directly tethered to them. You're tethered through the boss to them. Whereas, like in Aramu, you're t- tethered directly to the player, and it has a different type of mechanic. Yeah, one player will take damage as they move around, but that one player dying doesn't necessarily kill you, whereas in turn 11, it kills you. I think the, the what we, we found was there's a lot of tethers in this game, but they don't, they're not building precept upon precept like you would maybe would want for for learning the tethers to turn eleven. There's nothing else that really acts like that. There, yeah, there are tethers in Ramu. Uh, there's tethers in one of those. Is it Battle in the Big Keep? There's tethers in that. Those are more similar, I think, but they're still you're tethered directly to another player. Yeah, it causes like the, the mini or something. I don't. Know. There's yeah. something like you don't want to break it if you're farming it or whatever. I try to avoid those. Well, and my whole point was, yeah, you might see some of the stuff in Coil and Extreme Primals, but there's very little leading up to that, right? There's no guild hests that teach, you know, who who said it? Cerezian? Baby's first tether. You know, Baby's nothing. first tether, I like that. <laughs> yeah, so there's, there's, there's a lot of, like, new stuff thrown at you that, you know, even, even the fight with the five-headed dragon... The a general DPS can just kind of stand there and DPS the boss, and if they get the thing on them, they walk over the. Is that the fight? No, that's a different one. Um, you can you if someone else is handling the mechanic, you don't have to. So really, you can just kind of not even learn the mechanics for some of this stuff. So well, I see enough people die in World of Darkness that they're not learning the mechanic; they're just <laughs> dying. Yeah, face rolling right through it. Oh, I found Cerezian's tweet. 
the jump between a dungeon mechanics and coil mechanics have a wide valley. There needs to be baby's first tether. So mm. yeah, I think progressively, you know, as you go through the content, and you can't count, you can't count like completely avoidable stuff like Ultima Hard. People don't do that. You might clear it once, but you may never end up having to deal with some of the mechanics. The mechanics aren't taught to you. That's unfortunate. I wish there were better things out of Ultima Hard. I know we had those chokers, but those are way outdated. Those are like level 80 chokers. We yeah. don't need those. But Ultima Hard, and I think the, that Ultima fight was the, the same. Uh, Mr., was it Mr. G or whatever that did second coil something? It's it's a pretty mm -hmm. tough fight. So, And congratulations to Siri on his turn nine win. Oh, yes. That's a tough turn. That's a tough turn. I think we we beat it once and never well, I went back. But we I want to. We'll we'll be back. Well, <laughs> we'll we've back. got it on farm, so, you know, no worries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you beat a turn, it's on farm. Always. <laughs> All right. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. You can find us on Twitter. Our handle is at GTFFXIV. You can email us at GTFFXIV at gmail.com. Our recordings can be found on SoundCloud, SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash GTFFXIV. You can find us on iTunes if you search for Gather Together or GTFFXIV. We're going to do some plugs now, Rubicon. You can find me on Twitter at Rubicon Vale, R-U-B-I-C-O-N-V-A-L-E. And Kariri? I am at Kariri Sumasu on Twitter, K-A-R-I-R-I-S-U-M-A-S-U. And as much as you tried, we still did not do the and blog. And failed the experiment, <laughs> yes. No. I, I went in there and I, I might have started one, I can't remember. I didn't even check if you'd started one. <laughs> We're so bad. All right, but you can find me, Yelta, on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. That's it. Goodbye, guys. Good night. Bye-bye. <laughs>